This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion Vershawn Jackson. Oh, got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn, he'll get it to the 24-yard line. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Presented by Wingstop. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. Ah, yeah! All right. We're back. It's the Captain Ticket 93.7. I'm with three-time national champions. Good to say that with another person. Kenny Cheetah. Three-time national champ. Kenny Cheetah. We'll talk some Nebraska here, here in a minute, but I'm still trying to stump a cheetah. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm a little. I'm a little perturbed that I ain't got him off his square yet. So let's try. We, we'll try a few more, Kenny. Talking about the Bulls intro song. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was our intro song. It was ours, too, but, you know, originally the Bulls. Okay, you're right. All right, all right. Next one. Jeez. Take it easy. You get the little – you get – Man, who was that? Is that Elvis or something? <laughs> Hello, Shooter. Who's that, Elvis? I don't know who that, that is. Listen, that is not Elvis. That's Roy Hamilton. I get people with that one all nah, the time. Nah, I would have never knew that guy. Straight curveball. Okay, go to those three I said. See what he's Is doing. that Great Balls of Fire? No. No, but he – listen, he's – Elvis sounds like him. He kind of took some of his songs. I think he used to write for Elvis as well, so. Oh, took his swag. Okay. Yeah, he got his swag a little bit. Here comes the rain again. Nah, that definitely wouldn't have been played in my house growing up, whatever that is. All right, next one. Uh, that's yeah, it's Green Day. That wasn't a Green Day song that you would have known. I don't even know what Green Day is. Oh, that's Welcome to the Jungle, isn't it? Uh, I'm going to give it to you. Took you long enough. No, I couldn't hear it. It was really low. I had to, like, focus. Oh, box trying to cheat you. <laughs> and the billows are Doing some five heartbeats? <laughs> Let it go a little bit. You feel like going home. <laughs> Real nice going home. Right. Yeah. All right. Give me another one. That's red hot chips up in West Coast. Wow. Okay, Kenny. We get we got two more, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take it back. I'm playing Nirvana. Cause that's West Coast. So. <laughs> that's some tired of being stepped on. <laughs> West Coast, man. He's 40. Oh, boy. You got another one? We got two. We got one more. One more. Ain't that what y'all played after y'all finally beat? Yeah, after, team we, that after we finally. After we, yeah. Started being stepped on. Yeah. 93. They played that in the locker room in 94. Yes, they did. When we finally beat them. 
Was that 94 yeah. or 93? That was 94. That was 94. You were there. It was not definitely 94. Oh. Yeah, I know that is. I can't think of the name, but I know that song. Who, who's the name on it? White Snake. Yeah, it is White Snake. All right. Yeah, wouldn't know the group. I know the song, though. All right. That's early MTV, bro. Yeah, I know. We, I, tell, <laughs> I tell people all the time, we had, it was MTV raps first. Yeah. You didn't have, you didn't have, yo, MTV, or, or it was MTV before it was MTV raps. Yeah. Yeah. For a long time. You got the old video sold. They had it for a little bit. Then they stopped doing Nationwide with BET. But everything was MTV. So, Kenny, when you we, look, were, when we you, were pollinated with music. When you look at this team, though, Kenny, back back to a little bit of football. When you look at this football mm-hmm. team um, and getting ready to take on Wisconsin, who we know has taken on the identity of old school Nebraska, or, or they want to take that identity on. What do we need to do to win this game, especially since we get Casey Thompson back? I think he opens up the offense um, if he's 100% healthy and able to get the ball down the field. Uh, it keeps us from being one-dimensional. I think the last couple of games we weren't a threat to the other teams of getting the ball down the field so they can focus on Grant and the running backs hitting the hole, um, play different defenses. But I think you'll see Trey Palmer back because someone will be able to get him the ball down the field in position um, to make plays. Um, Williams will be able to get the ball and make plays. I think our offense will be more explosive than it's been since he's been injured. I mean, since he got hurt against Indiana. Um, wasn't that Indiana? Who was it? Uh, was it Indiana when he got hurt? Or uh, Minnesota? I think it was Minnesota. Was it, what, Minnesota. Was Excuse Minnesota. me. We, we would have won that game. I, honestly, I think we would have won that game. Uh, once he went out, it was like what we've seen the last couple of years with our backups. Are they prepared? What are they able to do? You know what I mean? There's no knock on them, but I don't I don't see a quality. I don't want to make it seem like a moaning kid. I don't, I don't think we've been in a position where we said the backup quarterback can come in and run everything like the starting quarterback in the last couple of years, if that makes any more sense. Yeah, we haven't developed our, our backups to be mm-hmm. to be able to come in. And that's one thing I'll, 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 that take me in a perfect segue to my next question is at Nebraska, when you, you know, at, let's just go split in position. Where, when you came in 94, who was in front of you? Reggie Holbein, John Livingston, um, Lake was coming off his red shirt year. Um, so we were like four and five deep. But my, my red shirt was more like we want to get you physically ready for next year. So I could have been up there and not played as much, but that would have been a wasted year. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, but we were like four or five deep. And the wingbacks were like four or five deep. So, and, and, you know. and, that, and, and it wasn't that much drop-offs from one to two. You know, two winning the game, it's not like you're going to be like, oh, you can tell that he's the backup. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, you guys are going to block the same. You're going to do the same double reads. And, and you know, besides uh, uh, different body types, I think everything was going to be the same because most of the time you guys are wide open is because it was a great play fake and guys were so worried about the run that they had nine people in the box. Right. And we played everybody. So, 
everyone pretty much was um, rotated in. So the number two guy played just as much as the number one guy mm. and because of our offensive set, you know what I mean? So we ran into plays. So Holbein would have ran in if Reggie was coming out the next set of plays. Unless Coach Brown said specifically, you know, so so you stand and run a wing, tell a wing back or tight end to run the play. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But so everybody played. So it was it was, it was equal. And the skill sets might have been different, but it was equal. You know what I mean? As far as the playing time, so you're expected to do the same thing as a starter. Right. Let me wait a minute. Hold up. Time out. Time out. Time out. I can't believe I just did this to myself. There is only two of you guys that got a better record than me, and that's that. That's uh um. Octavius McFarland. No, my record isn't better than yours, brother. No, it's not. I just thought about that. Like, wait, because I was about to ask you a question about '98, and I'm like, well, dang. So that's Tavy and Grant Wistrom. They've got the best mm-hmm. records in the business. Forty nine and two. Mm-hmm. Those two guys, same class, but those two didn't red shirt. Same class right. in '94. When when we left in '97, it was a big senior class. Give me just a little bit of what was going on in 98, just in the locker room, just around the university. You know, what was going on after Coach Osborne had retired? Nothing changed as far as everything. Everything was identical to what we had done previously and years before. That was only that was the only drastic change um, in regards to Coach Osborne leaving. Mm-hmm. The feeling was and I'll say this, and it's no excuse, but it's, it's a fact. We were probably, all of my years there, the most banged-up team that I had ever seen. 98 um, team. Yeah, from yeah. top to bottom. Uh, if you recall, I separated my shoulder at the Kansas uh, – when we played at Arrowhead Stadium against Oklahoma State. Um, Bobby got hurt. People forget Crouch in the plan because Bobby got hurt and Chris still got hurt. Oh, my, the, the count of Monte Cristo. Yeah, Monty got hurt. Remember, Monty started at Cal when we played up against Cal, and he got hurt. He got hurt. What happened so with Bobby Frankie? Got hurt, Monty got hurt, and then that's how Crouch started playing. Frankie, though. Um, what, what, you, you're missing Frankie London. Frankie had switched over that spring to receiver. Oh. And that's just, remember that year, Frank. That's when Frankie broke his leg in that game. Oh, yeah, because he wasn't a receiver. Frank that was one game, he had switched over receiver after spring. So, Ruck was hurt, but he played. You know, we played. Lance got hurt. Me and Lance missed the Texas A&M game. We didn't play that game. Um, we were, D'Angelo was hurt. Um, Dan Alexander tore his knee up. Correll was hurt. Um, we were, we were, it, it was, it was horrible. It was horrible because we had so many injuries. I think, like I said, that was the most banged up team I had ever seen. You know, we would have a guy or two missing here once in a while and come back, but we were like really hurt, really, really hurt in that, that year. I mean, with injuries that put people out for, for a good amount of time. And then we still lost games at the end of games. You know, K-State was the end of game. That's the crowd's face mask game. Texas A&M was the end of game, but then you had a lot of starters missing. Texas was the end of game. You know, that was the Halloween. Ricky Williams came up there. Um, well, I remember that. And U of, a was the, U of A was the end of game. So, you know what I mean? We were still in there. Really hurting as a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was the guy that you went against in practice that you just was like, dang? You know, who's either the best defensive back or who was that guy that you didn't want to go against in practice? 
as a freshman, it was barren because he was crafty. Um, Wasn't he the scrappiest little dude? At the same time, that dude told me one time (laughs) when I lined up, he said, "I saw you counting the lines." What do you mean? And he was right. You mean counting the lines between you you guys? Yeah, I lined up, and we were doing uh, like twos versus ones, and I lined up, and I was like, you know. I had to make sure I was accurate on where I was running my route. And he was like, cheat, I saw you I see you count I saw you counting the lines. Or where you were running. So and then, I didn't even say that, I was just looking. And he saw me. But as a as a the next year, a couple two years, was uh Tyrone and, and Book. Because they were rangy. The small receivers and you know, I mean DBs, they were no problem. The they were rangy, you know what I mean, and longer guys. And I'm fast. I'm not a little quick dude. I'm, you know, I was fast. You know what I mean? It's a big difference. Yeah, you get I'm, not, going. I'm not a jitterbug. <laughs> no, I get boom, get going, and faster as I get going. So they gave me a little problems getting off the line because of their size and, and length. But those two, I would say. How how did that feel taking a kickoff return back? Which can't a lot of people say that, especially now. But against Oklahoma, when we just totally destroyed them against Oklahoma. And did you Man, ever get back there anymore? It was, it was, I don't. It doesn't seem in my mind that you were back there. They took me off of it because Brownie wanted me back. They wanted me back there. Why? That much? Because remember, I would get the knickknacks, but I always practice, and that's why I always had knickknacks. You know, some of us always practice, and when you have a knickknack, you go have another knickknack. You know what I mean? So that's why I would have a hamstring probably because I'm gonna compensate, but I'm going to practice. Um, it had to be something significant. <laughs> for me not to practice and you know when you compensate and you you know you mess up the other thing but i would have preferred to be back there but you know coach soldiers love putting his running backs back there well how did you make it back he, there he didn't Oklahoma start evolving game? from that until toward the once he became the head coach remember he it was this was damon it was clinton and yeah. he was always running back back there Armand and great players but not as shifty as a returners you know what i mean yeah but great players i'm not Knocking them, I'm not saying. Of course not. They they dope, but I'm just saying you needed scatter. And I love kickoff return. I thought it was the easiest. Punt return is dangerous, but I thought kickoff returns was way easier. Yeah, I just don't. I just never understood why why they didn't give you uh, more shots at it. Because I don't. I don't remember. I only remember you being on it that game. No, I was uh, that game. I, I think the first one I ran back was against. Not I didn't go for a touchdown. Was against Oklahoma State. 95, and I, and I returned it like 36 yards. And I remember John Dedra saying, wow, you made that look easy. And then in the Orange Bowl against Virginia Tech, I had two. I think I was like 25 or return. There was a couple I could have broke. But uh, one dude caught me. If you go back and look, he caught my foot when I was ready to break out wide. So, you know, I love kickoff return because you can see everything. You know, you see the ball in slow motion. You get it, you go. One cut and go. Right. Talking to Kenny Cheatham, uh, former Nebraska Cornhuskers, three-time national, three-time national champ, though. Um, Kenny, what happened? You know, I was in the league doing my thing, chasing that that dream that is a so far-fetched of a dream. That's exactly what it is. But 98, when you were coming out, what happened that you didn't go to the league? Or what, what happened? Well, people forget I signed a free agent contract. With the Giants, um, at our pro day, I flew into town. I was in St. Louis. I was training with Toby out there 
in St. Louis training with uh, Bob Kersey, the great Bob Kersey, Jackie Joyner Kersey, and all these Olympics. And I came back and I ran a full four six, uh, but I was coming off that strained hamstring. And then the next one, I ran like a four six. So they put me in like a four five four. And I did all these things. And then I was doing the broad jump. And there were two NFL coaches who ended up winning the Super Bowl. And they were like, look, you, if, you, if you don't get drafted late, they go, everyone's going to try to get you a free agent. You test out with the top guys in the draft. You're here. Your numbers are going to be what hurt you because we know you don't throw. But you've lost millions because of that. Um, and I'm like, wow. You know, they're like, you rate with the top four as far as speed dealing, all of these things. And go. So then when I get with, get with New York, I'm there. I'm nursing that same hamstring. Um, we go to camp. They're like, okay, this is what we want you to do. We want you to rehab and go to NFL Europe. I'm like, okay. You know, that's when that was going on. You went. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm, about. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. So then that's when I came back home and I was doing my rehab here. And that's when I got hit by the drunk driver. So I got hit by a drunk driver here. Um, so that was that. So I'm like, okay, let me go back to Nebraska. I can go back. I can finish school. And then do my rehab there, you know, and I have everything I need in the training room as far as that, 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 that aspect of it. And then three months after that accident, I got hit by a pizza man Had another person ran a light and hit me. Yeah. So I had to, so I had two major, maybe four months after that. I had two major accidents. The first one, he had to cut me out of the car because she was drunk and she hit me pretty much head on. Um, the one there, you know, I kind of braced for it. I saw it. Um, so that was that. So then, you know, I had to rehab. So I had plenty more shots, but my body wasn't responding. So by the time I was able, I mean, either Canadian, they were like, just do, do the arena, do the Canadian, then we'll get you back. But I was so physically banged up that my body wouldn't respond. You know what I mean? And it was like, okay, I'm at peace. We're walking away with it because it's knowing that I can do it, but if I'm sore after, for two weeks after doing a workout for a team, how am I going to make it through a camp? Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? How am I going to make it through a camp? All I did was one-on-ones, a 40, agility, some other stuff, but I'm sore. My hamstring is sore. Now I'm going back to training. Now I'm compensating. Now the left one is starting to act up because how I'm having to run. You know what I mean? So in my back, you know what I mean, from the accidents, you know, just stuff like that. Yeah. So. Like I said, when I walked away, bro, I was at peace. I wasn't one of the guys that could have, should have, would have, because I just stopped. I was more like, my body won't respond. I'm okay with it. Right. You know what I mean? I flew up to San Jose for the Sabercats. They were like, hey, here's a contract right here. And I'm like, I can't do it. No. If your I'm body, like, if, like, your body if you've been in train wrecks and, and the body won't respond, that's the best thing you can do before you hurt yourself permanently. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah, I had to humble myself. I said, do I want Old men walking around like some of the ones you see on TV because of, you know, they went too long. Or do I want to be an older man being able to enjoy my life? That was an easy decision once you look. Okay. Listen, it's the captain. It's the ticket. I'm with Kenny Cheatham, 93.7. We'll be right back. Take a break.